0: It was a relatively uneventful National Signing Day for NC State, but just when you think things couldn't get a little bit better, we got some UNC tears to sprinkle on top. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On
1: Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's up, Wolfpack Nation? It's time to get locked in with Locked On. Thanks for making Locked On Wolfpack your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right, $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Happy Thursday to all. As always, I'm Grayson Boone, joined by former Wolfpack defensive tackle Kenton Gibbs. And as I mentioned, we were successful in converting every single one of our 2024 commits. We went 23 for 23, plus a little bit of a bonus. The Kenton sign reads, your school had flipped from them. Cannot relate. Cannot relate. What, Kenton, can't what's it like to have your have a key piece flip to your rival school on National Signing Day? I
1: I don't know. Do, do you know Grayson? I, <laughs> I, I guess can't we'll remember. never
0: know. Hopefully, I,
1: I guess we'll never know. You know, it's it's the same old story. of, oh, we didn't want that guy anyway. Remember, they didn't really oh, want Peyton Wilson either. Way back when, they didn't really want him. And what a terrible linebacker he turned out to be, right? What a bust. What a flop. What a what a just you know. I, I mean they named the day after him for his philanthropy and his work in the community, but but on the field, just uh complete, complete uh phooey, as they would say. You know, so I'm I'm sure that we'll get the uh, a very similar thing out of this young man who is again the all-time leader in receiving yards um in the state of North Carolina in the season. Like, oh wow, what a what a what a awful player that I'm sure nobody wants to have. But no, very seriously going in with twenty-three commits. And coming out with 24 signees is incredible. I mean, you know, it is a class that I believe is now right on the cusp of being a top 25. Um, at, at 26, I want to say according to two four seven. Twenty-eight. Okay. So right on the cusp of that top twenty-five uh status there. We've seen. We've seen what what this team, what coach Thunder, what these position coaches, what these coordinators can do when you get them really, really good players. And so at the end of the day, this thing is looking special. This thing is looking like something that, you know, we could see some some special results here in the upcoming years. And I'll say this. There are a lot of or teams, not a lot of and teams in America. And what do I mean by that? There are teams that you you got to pick one. You pick high school recruiting. You pick portal class. You don't get both. There are there are a lot of schools that are one one or the other, and yet this program has turned into a and program very quickly. A top thirty recruiting class, a top five portal class. This is it's it's looking like not only are we building for when now immediate success next year, you're building for longevity for after those guys go on to the next level or go on to graduate. You also got. A situation where you've got uh, you've got players in the pipeline or players that you're developing that will come along in a couple of years, and anybody who misses, you know, football has always been a business, and it's always been whether we want to realize or not, it's always very very much been an informal. Hey, buddy, you'd be best served at uh, Lenore Rhyme or you, brother, are a pirate. You know, this this just ain't the university for you. Uh, but now with the transfer portal, it's even more so a thing where. If things don't work out, you go get somebody to fill a hole where you have one and, and go forward from there. But, you know, I I can't give enough praise to Doran and his staff for putting together an absolutely excellent recruiting class and portal class.
0: Yeah, we talked a little bit yesterday on how we had been doing so much in the portal, how soon we forget how talented this incoming freshman class truly was. And so it was kind of like a reintroduction on Wednesday as we saw all the uh, the NLIs hit our Twitter timeline, by the way, outstanding job by the social media team for NC state football. The, the graphics package they put together for the entire day was a plus plus the, the theme of kind of, you know, revolving around the NFL draft was very cool. I loved, uh later on throughout the day, they included clips of each position group coach kind of breaking down a little bit of film from the players, which is awesome. Cause like, as a fan, you don't always get to like behind the scenes of maybe, why they were interested in this player in particular outside of the obvious for a guy like a Jonathan Paylor and so on and so forth. Yeah. So seeing them break down a little bit of film was very cool to watch and talk about what Elijah Groves brings to the table or an Assad Brown. Awesome to see that. So that was outstanding from the social media aspect. But yeah, I mean, you talk about coming into National Signing Day with 23 signees. You sign each and every one of those with little to no drama. Probably no drama at all, to be quite honest. I'd say the only one that maybe raised eyebrows for a second was Cedric Bailey because he had gone up with no indication of team beforehand and then put on the hat. But got all of our signees in, and then to successfully flip Keenan Jackson from the Dirty Foot Club was beautiful. And we're going to touch on Mac Brown here in just a couple minutes. But just the cherry on top for a, a perfect day. For NC state bringing in all of this talent again. T- I think they're now tied for the top ranked class in Doran's tenure. The number one wide receiving class for sure. I think that's not even close. They blew that out of the water. So things are looking up for NC state football. It's, it's so crazy. And and I know we keep mentioning this Duke game and even uh coach Dorn did in some of his media availability on Wednesday, but just It just feels like a completely different year. It feels like a completely different season from where we were just a couple months ago. And the trajectory of this program right now is sky high.
1: You know, very similarly to how uh, the Gregorian calendar is broken up by B.C. and A.D., you've got to do the same thing with NC State season, right? You've got B.C. before the collapse and then A.D. after. Duke. Because let's just be honest, that was a complete and utter collapse by our offense in Durham. And then after that game, you saw a team that was completely different. You saw a team that was tougher. You saw a team that could lean on people. You saw a team that defensively wasn't surrendering the big plays that had plagued us all season and that plagued us at Duke in particular because, like we talked about earlier, if it weren't for, in essence, two plays, that game looks extremely different. A double move, an 80-yard run against a balance, that's it. That's all you see there. That you know made that game completely out of hand and out of reach. Other than that, you know you're you're looking at a a ten to three game, and so uh, you know this is th- that very much so is a a moment where you can say not only was this a defining factor in the season, not only was that a defining moment in the season, I believe that was a defining moment in the program, and in terms of you know the culture that Peyton Wilson talks about, in terms of the grit, in terms of who State is as a team in terms of bringing Armstrong back. In terms of all the things, that Duke game was a defining moment because I'll tell you what, I think if that Duke game ends up differently and we play differently offensively, we're looking at an extremely different world where maybe we don't see MJ Morris leave or maybe we don't see him decide to sit back down and a lot of things that happen. But that's neither here nor there. We can play what if all day, but we don't got Disney's budget to play what if. So we're going to move on.
0: Before collapse and after Duke. I like that. And it's very true. It feels like we we could finally be on the porch of something we have always dreamed of for NC State football. And again, I know we are consistently the program of wait till next year. But really this time, it feels like we could be right on the brink of something special with this program.
1: I mean, I don't even want to say wait till next year. Wait till, uh, you know, seven days from now. Wait till a week's yeah. time. We could get the second 10-win seed double-digit win season in program history. What are you talking about, wait till next year? This year is just fine. Did it end the way that we thought it would? No. Are we an arm punt away from being a different team in a different situation? Absolutely. But we are where we are. The cards are what they are. We'll play it as it lies. And I think that this season as a whole, there's nothing for Wolfpack fans to be ashamed of.
0: Some comments that took place up the street today on Wednesday and why I, to be honest with you, laughed about it the entire day after a quick word from our sponsors. Our first sponsor of the day is LinkedIn. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. They have a vast network of over a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. And hiring is much easier when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats that they might not have the time or resources in order to hire. So thankfully with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They've even launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even more streamlined. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your jobs for free. Terms and conditions apply. We're back here in the middle portion of our episode and Kenton, I don't know if you've heard Mac Brown is very upset. So this of course stems back to, NC State absolutely laying the lumber on UNC in the final week of the regular season and you saw in the locker room post game Dave Dorn was very fired up as he should be post game with his players and on recording unbeknownst to coach Dorn he said there's been I believe over a thousand some days since those pieces of blank have beaten us and of course again did not know that was being recorded uh, as he stated on Wednesday, Mac Brown on national signing day, no less in his media availability decides to rehash this in front of the world to see mentions that he thought this move was classless from coach Dorn said he didn't expect him to say something like that. He apologized to his players that something like that was said. And then I believe he took no further comments or questions on the matter. And then later on in the day on Wednesday, Dave Dorn did come out and say that he did not know he was being recorded. If he knew, he would not have said something like that. He apologized to Coach Brown. He told him why he said what he said. I guess to the best of his ability, smoothed that situation over. And then a month goes by, and Coach Brown brings this back up. Why are you bringing up old stuff, Mac? On on National Signing Day, no less. Let me tell you why this is absolutely hilarious to me. Number one, is Mac Brown going to act like things like that are not said in his locker room? Because he'd be a liar if he said so. This is Division I college football in the ACC. This is locker room talk. Things like this are said all across the country. Unfortunately for Coach Dorn, he was aired. And when he said this, and of course, didn't mean for that to get out, but I don't believe he should apologize for something like this. This is college sports. You motivate your players doing whatever it takes to do so. That was a massive win in a rivalry game, and you whoop the wheels off your rival. However you celebrate is however you feel the need to celebrate. Do whatever you want. For Mac Brown to be so offended about this, a month later, but on national signing day is so funny because in my mind a translation of what mac brown said was i am soft my players are soft i run a soft program and i am upset that nc state is now repeatedly taking my lunch money after nc state just flipped a commit in keenan jackson is laugh out loud funny laugh out loud funny that's a sales pitch against his own program. Little does he know. Basically demonstrating to everyone else that just signed to his team we are soft. NC State is making fun of us after destroying us and then they're going to take our players a month later. This is hilarious.
1: You know I, I'm I'm glad that you found it funny because at least one of us had to find the comedy in it. It pisses <laughs> me off. What happened to the game I love? What happened to the <laughs> rivalries that I love? What happened? What happened? When I played at Gaz Tech, we hated King Crusaders. King Crusaders hated us. We hated each other. They called us everything but good Christians before the game. We called them everything but good Christian young men before the game. And guess what? That's just what it was. We just lived with it. Oh, well, I get it. You know, that's that's high school ball. We're not talking about college. Well, let's get into college, shall we? Uh Grayson, who was the head coach when there were two assistant coaches fighting in the or at the end of the NC State and um, UNC game, who's the head coach for the boys and Baby Blue at that time?
0: That was Mac Brown's first stint at UNC, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was, and and, oh, okay. and and somehow you know, we're classless. Well, that's okay. Let's let's go ahead and rehash it because I'm sure that one of their greatest coaches of all time wouldn't say something like, I'd like to shoot everybody in there with a red shirt with a BB gun. Uh, if if his if he was talking about his fans selling tickets, right? Roy Williams wouldn't say that, right? Well, it looks like he did. Hmm. Interesting world that we live in now. Interesting world. This is a robbery. This is a robbery. And here's the thing some robberies are based on respect. Some teams, like, hey, I don't like you, but I respect you. I gotta respect you. Other robberies, I genuinely, it's you know. It took everything in me to not use the 50-cent meme of him saying, I, this is crazy. I really don't like that guy. But that applies here because I really don't like Mac Brown. I really don't like the Tarios. I really don't like anything that those guys stand for because they throw rocks. They hide their head. Oh, well, you know, so what did our QB is saying? Pardon my French, but F State sounded like a little kid saying his first curse word ever. So what that that's going on, you know? that's all right. But if the coach says something mean that hurts my feelings that I just don't know how, do you know, and this is the other part that pisses me off. And I hate to say this, but I'm pissed off for them because this is embarrassing. You brought this up unprovoked. Nobody even asked. You just walked in and the first thing you thought was, I'm going to be a big boy today. I'm going to put on my big boy pants and I'm going to go in there and I'm going to tell David that you said something I didn't like. Stop it. It's soft. It's embarrassing. It. I would, I would hope that it's beneath you, but apparently it's not. Apparently it is not. And again, I, you know, the, the thing about me, right? I'm a very big, I'm very big on this. As long as it doesn't escalate to non-sanctioned physical violence, go for it. As long as it doesn't, you know, go into the territory to where you're saying um, ethnic-based slurs and whatnot, go for it. It's a robbery. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, you'll make every joke about, oh, yeah, y'all are inbred and da 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 I remember earlier this season where uh, Duke fans were, were chatting with you and me, talking about, oh, yeah, you're inbred hillbillies, da 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 as if me and Grayson aren't from two major metropolitan areas in the north. But you know what we do? We joke back. We say, ah, you you feel this way. We joke back. And you know the biggest part of it? Sometimes, if a team beats you, if a team whoops the wheels off you like Duke did does, you shut up. Yeah. You shut up. That's, when when they said who won the game, hey, y'all won the game. There's no offense or about that. That was not what the argument was about at all. It wasn't about... But you know what, what ends all the jokes, what ends all the hee-heeing? Scoreboard. Go check on that big old jumbo trial. We just got a new, oh, y'all just got a new jumbo We put 50 on that thing. We lit it up like the 4th of July. That's what shuts teams. But instead, you got the wheels whipped off you, William Mac Brown. Eat it. Eat it, Will. Take your loss. And I can't call you Mac no more. Because this is embarrassing. This is ba- I can't even call you Will. This is a very William move of you. This is, So I'm going to start calling you William. This is embarrassing, William. You're too old, William. Act like a
0: grown damn man next time, William. To tuck your tail and complain about your rival saying a bad word about your team is so unbelievably unserious. Like, h- How can you expect that locker room to take you seriously after finishing the season on that note you have a bowl game coming up with a whole lot of players sitting out. West Virginia is probably going to lay it on them, if we're being quite honest. How can you take that coaching staff seriously? If they're going to complain this much about something that was said in the heat of the moment after a rivalry game, like you mentioned, Kenton, this is what a rivalry is. This is what happens when two teams don't like each other. To sit here and say, well that was just very unprofessional and I didn't think they'd say like are you you're not serious right now you cannot be possibly serious right now I mean I saw a great tweet from Joe Ovius saying that this was essentially NC State's 10th win for Matt Brown to bring this up unprovoked on National Signing Day was just an unbelievable it is it's an unbelievable moral victory for NC State they are so bothered by us right now They see what we're doing. They see us flipping one of their recruits, and they can't stand that NC State is starting to eat off their plate a little bit. And so what do they do? They come out and complain. And they looked unbelievably soft in doing so.
1: I I mean this very genuinely. If I was a young man and I sent my national letter of intent in and I saw my head coach saying, this other coach of a school that we hate said mean things to me. Hey, give me my release. Give me my release, yo. Give me my release. Nah, no, nah, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? A- again, very embarrassing, William. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it right here. When we, when I played the cast we won the first ever state championship in the city of the history of Detroit in terms of Division I, and we received a letter calling us some, some very, you know, racially charged things and whatnot. And our head coach, Thomas Witcher didn't go out there and cry and complain about it. You know what he said? Scoreboard. Now, when people asked him about it, he'd speak about it. He just didn't bring it up unprovoked. Those people said mean things to us. He said, scoreboard. And you know what he told us in the locker room? Hey, they've already lost. And if we see them again, we're going to put it on them again. We're going to put it on them again. And oddly enough, we did see them the next year in the state championship again. And guess what? Two rings like two chains because that's what you do when people say bad things to you. Not they hurt us. and I want all the media to know that they hurt us. I, you know, if 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 nobody addresses this, then I, William McCullough Brown, will because it's me.
0: In addition to all the momentum this football program has just built over the course of the last week, to get this slide across your desk, like you mentioned, unprovoked on National Signing Day, is just so unbelievably funny. Just yeah. the biggest smile across all of our faces today that are wearing red.
1: I say on this podcast all the time, I don't say anything about players or coaches that I wouldn't say to their face. And trust me, if William were to address me about this in person, which I'm sure he wouldn't, I'd say the same thing. That's soft. That's soft, William. Very soft.
0: We're going to round out our Thursday episode with the basketball roundup. We had two good wins on a Wednesday. A lot to talk about. Our second sponsor of the day is FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's right, $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more as the NFL begins to get in the heat of the playoff race and bowl season is among us, continue winning more on FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and continue winning this NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Last couple minutes here on Thursday, rounding up two basketball victories on the hard court on Wednesday evening. We'll start with the ladies. They absolutely dominated Old Dominion on the road. They won by 37 Final score is 87 to 50. I believe they had six girls in double digits on the road again without Saniya rivers who remains to be out. I believe nursing a sore back injury did not slow the Wolfpack down whatsoever out in Norfolk, Virginia, another stellar game from Zoe Brooks, just continuing to put all of that talent on display. Great team win. Westmore has these ladies absolutely rolling. Now, Completing the non-conference portion of the schedule at a perfect 12 and 0. Keep this thing rolling.
1: River Baldwin is moving different. I mean, absolute rim protector with four blocks here. Madison Hayes. Madison Hayes. <laughs> I where where did all this score come from? <laughs> where did this come from? This is phenomenal. Everybody got that one little bit better. Everybody got that 1% better. You could tell this offseason that, you know, they were in the lab. They were absolutely cooking in terms of their scoring prowess. And it's showing. It's showing at a high level. I mean, and, and of course, she's always going to bring it on the boards and on defense. She was second to only uh, River Baldwin in terms of rebounds with eight, led all players with three steals. What, what an impressive game by by her. But, again, Six different players in double digits. You know, you can't say enough about these freshmen showing up in terms of Zoe Brooks and Lacey Steele. You can't say enough about, you know, all of these players who you, you look at them and you say, okay, this collection of players that was slightly different last year, you lose your leading score in Diamond Johnson, you lose all the things that you did in terms of, of you know, kind of having to figure out how, how to come back next year with so many players who transferred out recently and all that, and not just players who transferred out, players who have transferred out and going on to be stars elsewhere This is a team that still finds a way, finds a way to just keep getting better, keep whooping the wheels off team. And, and like I always say about a Westmore Coast team, if they don't do nothing else, they're going to get in the stands and you're going to have to earn your points. And that's, you know, teams are finding it very difficult to score on this team as they're already up to eight quarters. Eight separate quarters this year where teams have been held to single digits in that quarter. I mean, what a time, what a team, what a win.
0: Continuing to get stronger and stronger and stronger, you know, as soon as they turn it on, the game is over. Whenever they decide that playtime is over, it is over. Like, no end of discussion, it is over. And again, this is another game without Sanaya Rivers, which many believe to be probably their best player this season. NC State women's basketball certainly appears to be an absolute wagon entering ACC play, as I mentioned. So let's see what they're really made of in ACC play. Now, jumping over to PNC Arena, the men's team successfully got their get back against St. Louis by a score of 82 to 70, just narrowly covered as the spread was 11 and a half. Now, this game was a little bit of a nail biter for all the way up until, I believe, the first seven minutes of the second half. When the men's team decided, okay, I think we've had enough fooling around. It's time to go win a basketball game, and that's exactly what they did. the The shooting in the first half was very cold. The free throw shooting continues to be a an issue. It was ugly again tonight, and that was much of the reason we trailed uh, for much of the first half and into the second. But once they got hot from three point land, and by they, I mean DJ Horn and Casey Morcel, really did a lot of the heavy lifting on Wednesday night, Marcel with 21 and horn with 18. This team continues to struggle a little bit. It's it's certain portions of the game, but they still have the horses to find a way to win. Another point to mention here, we desperately need MoDR to get healthy as soon as possible. Another yeah. game where you could feel his absence start to make a difference at certain points before we took control of this game. But all in all, can't complain too much about a solid win in the end. Just have to continue stacking these things as ACC play gets closer for the men's team as well.
1: Absolutely. Shooting 50% from the free throw line is not what you want to see. Much much less than ideal, uh, realistically. However, you know, you talk about Casey Marcel and and kind of, you know, figuring it out from deep. He and DJ Horn combining to go 8 for 12 from deep. What a time. You can always live with that. I'll take that every day and twice on Sunday but i think one of the bigger themes to kind of uh poke at here is the fact that you know Casey Morcel has struggled a little bit from deep yep. to start the season he's been you know a little bit it's it's been a little bit of a struggle against well i'll say this it's been a struggle at times for him to to shoot it from deep uh, particularly against power five teams but you're hoping that you know this game kind of helps him get into that rhythm where, yes, technically we've already started conference play, but we've got a lot more of a conference play sample size coming up uh, very shortly here after this game against Detroit Mercy. I don't know if they just go by Detroit now, but um, after this game against the the mighty Titans of the wonderful city of Detroit, we have um, a lot of, of yeah, we're getting directly into conference play with Notre Dame, UVA, the boys in Baby Blue and Louisville directly after.
0: That'll do it for us here on Thursday. As always, thank you all so very much for the support. Make sure to hit that like button, drop your comments in the comment box. So I have plenty to choose from for Fan Friday. And as always, mash that subscribe button as we continue to grow this channel. That's all for today. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, go back.
1: Go back.